my heart embraced the will of God, my path aligned with His plan. As children of God, we have been given the ability to both obtain and enjoy wealth. Hi, my name is Tamara Hill, creator of Lift Off Your Finances, and I'm so excited to invite you to join this very special weekly program to learn more about your finances. This is not an investment series, nor are we focused on making you feel bad about any financial decisions that you've made until this point. Instead, we'll talk about how you can maximize what God has already placed in your hands. Hello, welcome back to Lift Off Your Finances. I'm your hostess, Tamara Hill, and I'm so happy and hope I'm one of the first to tell you Happy New Year. I love saying that because the new year always represents new possibilities. And so that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. The new year, a new you, and a new goal for the year that we can all share in. And since this is about finances, of course, we're going to talk about some financial tips, but as we think about the new year and how we want to be at the end of the year versus where we are today, you may be in a great place today, or you may be in a place where you feel like, you know what, I would like to be in a different place when we get to the end of this year. Wherever you are on that spectrum, today we have some great tips to help you with finances and overall life. Because anytime you're talking about the Lord, you're talking about life. And that's what we want to talk about here on Lift Off Your Finances. But first of all, before we get into what we want to see in the new year, I think it's important to really be thankful for what we saw in the prior year. And as I look back over the past 12 months, I'm so thankful and I'm amazed at how much we've accomplished together. And I say together because I couldn't do any of this without you and your support and your kind words and the feedback that you share. It really does encourage me to keep moving forward and doing this wonderful work. Um, as you all know, I still have a full-time career in healthcare and do some other things too as an esthetician. So it's a very busy life, but I can honestly say out of everything I'm doing, being here with you each week is really my highest honor and something I really appreciate. So in the past year, this is where we formally kicked off this radio program with Lift Off Your Finances. And I love it because since it's weekly, we have more opportunities to talk. Um, we also expanded my television series, Lift Off Your Finances, and so whether you're more of a visual person or an audio person, we have different options for you. And so I thank God for that. And then as we look forward to the new year, we have lots of new things coming. Right at the end of the year, I was contacted by the Christian, Broadcast, broad, excuse me, the Christian Broadcasting Network in Ohio, and they want to start airing Lift Off Your Finances. So that's a whole other region of the nation that we're able to reach. And so we're so excited about that. This year, we're also going to launch some new courses for Lift Off Your Finances so that all of the principles that we speak about here on a regular basis, you can then take those principles with your own time and really focus on how you can adopt those principles and really see the changes in your finances that you're hoping for. I also look forward to this year having more in-person sessions. I had about half a dozen in the prior year, but really looking forward to doing that more. So this is great for you, why I want you to contact me. If you're interested in seeing Lift Off Your Finances Live, I do several workshops um, with communities, with churches, and would love to join you. So please let me know if you're interested in that. And then, you know, something else that happened 
I know I'm going back and forth about what I want to happen and what has happened. Towards the end of the year, I was honored by a local sorority um, as a woman of good deeds. And it was all based on the work that we're doing together with Lift Off Your Finances and, and giving back to the community. It was such an honor, um, something unexpected. I never have been part of a sorority. But the sorority specifically, they were looking for people who were not affiliated with sororities to actually acknowledge the achievements that they've done in the community. And it was a great honor. I was happy to talk about the program and all of you and how we're changing communities. So it's wonderful. So right there, I gave you a list of several things that I'm grateful for that happened previously, as well as a peek into what's coming on the way. And so I hope you feel the same way, too. So with that said, I want to stop for a second and remind you how we can communicate. So my website is myliftoff.net. That's M-Y-L-I-F-T-O-F-F.net. You can go there and see resources. You can see the TV episodes and any of these radio episodes that you may have missed in the past. You can also contact me at 720-792-LIFE. That's L-I-F-E. Um, people do call me, and I appreciate your calls. It's always wonderful to hear your voices. You can also text that number as well. And then you can also email me. It's my first name, T-A-M-A-R-A, at myliftoff.net. And many people have reached out that way as well, and I, and I certainly do like that. And I'm going to share that contact information with you again, because as we start talking about the new year, new themes, that contact information will be very important to you, I think. So when I think about setting the pace for the new year, I've done this for a very long time. You all have heard me talk about setting goals when I was a little girl and going to Michael Jackson concerts and things like that. But seriously, since I've been about 11, 12 years old, I've been a goal setter. And at that age, I mean, I grew up in a Christian household, but we weren't necessarily going to church every week and doing it more formally like I practice now as an adult. But I always grew up with Christian values, and I had the most exposure to church and the, the Bible and things like that in prayer when I would visit my grandparents. But ever since I've been little, in between those two environments, I knew you could set goals. <laughs> and if you write them down, they work. And I didn't know then what I know now, that that is scriptural. It says it in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, that we should write down the vision, write down the vision that we have and make it plain upon the tablets. And then God continues in that same chapter of Habakkuk chapter 2, explaining how the vision will come to pass at the right time. And so it's so exciting because now I'm like, oh, now wonder that worked. But I recognize a lot of people don't do that. And so since it's a new year, I want to talk to you about how to do that and why you would want to do that. Why would you want to take time to get quiet before the Lord and pray and think about your vision for the new year? And the reason why I thought it'd be good to talk about that on this program is because my sister, who I just love so much, um, she told me she wanted to do it this year. And my sister and I are the best of friends that we're complete opposites. I will say about her, I, until she became a mother a year ago, I've never really seen her worry about anything. She's always had a playful spirit since she's been on earth. <laughs> and it, it just never changed, and I love that about her. But ever since she's become a mother, she has a lot of focus on her daughter and how things are impacting her daughter's future. And so she was 
telling me, you know what, this year I think I want to set aside time to just really think through goals. And I said, well, what kind of goals are you thinking about? She said, well, I'm mostly looking at what can I do to make my daughter's life even better. And she's saying this on behalf of her and her husband. And she said, you know, I also, I'm wondering about my career. Is this the best path for my career? And so I just really want to take time to really ponder that and think it through and pray about it. And I was so excited to hear her say that because I kind of assumed she had been doing that, but she said she hadn't. And she said the reason why she was inspired to do it is because she had a friend who did that. And she said, it just blew my mind that people do that. So there's an age gap between me and my sister. So when we were in our prime, we were in different cities. Because <laughs> I'm like, you didn't know that i do that? But anyway, <laughs> a friend of hers was doing that. And she said, so just on a whim, I wrote on a napkin five goals. Just like, okay, I'll do it too. And she said, I forgot all about it. But I found that napkin recently. And out of the goals I reached, I've reached like five out of six goals. I can't remember the exact number, but it was something that significant. And she said, it just blew my mind. I wasn't even thinking about it. But I explained to her what I'm sharing with you, the importance of Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2, that when you write down that vision, something powerful happens, something supernatural happens. And in this case, with Lift Off Your Finances, remember, Lift Off Your Finances is all about taking biblical principles as well as those practical tips. And together, that equals financial transformation. When you invite God, the creator of the universe, your creator, into that situation, it really comes alive and anything is possible. And so that's why we're taking time to do this. And so for those of you who have not had practice before with setting intentions for the year, setting your vision for the year, setting your goals for the year, however you want to articulate it, what helps is to really have a focus area. So again, this is a financial program, so we're going to have to talk about some financial goals. But even more broader than that, I want to talk about a theme for the year. And I really put a lot of thought and prayer into this and even fasted about it. What is the right theme for us financially with Lift Off Your Finances that will touch everyone? And after that thoughtful time of prayer and consideration, the word that came into my spirit was metamorphosis. And I love that. You know, it's not a word you talk about all the time, but when you talk about metamorphosis, remember what that is if you want to think back to biology when you were a kid. Metamorphosis is a stage and process where a caterpillar becomes a butterfly. And I love that because don't we all love butterflies? They're so beautiful and delicate. And when you see one, it's just so special. There's so many varieties. You know, even though butterflies are a category, there's so many different kinds showing the uniqueness of God. I just thought, wow, what an exciting thing. And what I also like about the concept of metamorphosis, where that caterpillar turns into a butterfly, it's irreversible. So once it becomes a butterfly, it's not going to go back to the cocoon and go back to the caterpillar stage. It doesn't happen like that. And so when you think about metamorphosis in your own life, think of it in terms of a permanence, that this is the year where I'm believing God for transformation for change and I'm believing for it to be a permanent change I say this because as we continue this discussion we'll talk about mindsets sometimes if we've been disappointed in life we can think oh this is good for now but at any moment the shoe's going to drop you know enjoy it while you can 
we don't want those kind of mindsets because when we talk about metamorphosis, we're talking about an irreversible change for the better. Amen. And so I want you to think about that. So as I pondered this word metamorphosis, when you look at that in the Bible, a synonym for metamorphosis is transformation. And we see that word all throughout the Bible. So really, metamorphosis was really the origin of the theme. But the theme for the year with Lift Off Your Finances is the year of transformation. And I love that. And I hope you love it, too, because as I mentioned at the very beginning, whether you're a person who is feeling good about where you are, let's talk about finances specifically. My finances are in a good place. Or maybe you're in a place of financial abundance. Or maybe you're in a place where you're like, there's definitely room to grow. Transformation is for you. So let's talk about those three categories. We'll start with being in a situation where there's lack or a need for financial improvement. I think most people can relate to that. I've been there before. You all hear me talk about my many <laughs> financial mishaps along the way, which is why I'm always so honored and humbled to be in this position because I know where I came from. I didn't come from money. I didn't see great money management. Um, and so to be at a place now where God has given me a platform to share with others how to move forward in that area is amazing. So if you're in a place where you feel like, I need some transformation, I want to be out of debt, I want to live in a place where I'm not always worried about money, I want my children to have a different heritage so that they don't just have to look back and see me always struggling, that's beautiful. The year of transformation is appropriate for you. On the other hand, if you're a person who God has blessed very richly, he has blessed you with a lot of abundance. You have a lot of wealth. You have a lot of resources. Wow, what an amazing place to be. But as you know, if you have everything, what more could you want? <laughs> and I think that that's sometimes when people don't have God as the center, you get creative with that. But if God is the center of your life, there is a greater purpose because there's no purpose in God that can be completely fulfilled on earth completely. There's always a new level in the Lord. So if you're a person of great abundance, who has great abundance, wow, the year transformation is a really neat opportunity for you. Maybe you transform how you manage your wealth. Maybe you're in a position where you think, okay, what more can I do to further the kingdom of God? What can I do to further my community? How can I finance that children's home with donations? How can I make sure that as we start the new year, I'm here in beautiful Denver, Colorado. It's very cold <laughs> this time of year. How can I make sure that people who are less fortunate have the warm clothing they need? How can I make sure they have blankets and supplies and food? Let me tell you, if you're in that place of abundance and your transformation is a heart of giving, a broader giving, that is going to be the most satisfying feeling in the world for you. And so I want you to consider that. And then the people in the middle who feel like, you know what, I'm not saying how I got here, whether I came from struggle or I've always kind of been blessed. I'm doing good. I'm, I'm okay. You know, that's a great place to be, but it's also a dangerous place to be because we can get complacent. Like, well, I don't want to rock the boat. I'm good. <laughs> and I understand that too. But, you know, there's a place of transformation for you too. If you're in that middle place where the bills are paid, you're not stressed about money, everybody's working, everybody's pretty healthy. You know, that's really a time to look to God and, and thank him and ask him, what 
how can I transform? What kind of goals should I be looking for? Is it to continue forward and and hope to continue to grow on my finances? Is it to expand myself further? Not, I'm not just talking about finances, but is it to expand my time? Am I able to give more to my children's school? Am I able to, to coach their little league team? Or what can I do to really grow and transform and how I'm managing my time and resources that you have given me, God? So as I mentioned, the year transformation is a perfect theme no matter where you are. Um, in this financial discussion, and I hope that you will enjoy it. So with that said, again, this is Tamara Hill, creator of Lift Off Your Finances, and we are talking about our theme for the year, the year of transformation. And so we definitely want to always go back to the scripture, and I want to share that with you now. So our scripture for this year, the year of transformation, is Romans 12, verse 2. I absolutely love the book of Romans because it really shows us our identity in Christ. And the verse says, Romans 12, verse 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Wow, I love that. And when I thoughtfully prayed about what's the appropriate scripture for this year of transformation, there's several scriptures about transformation. But I like this one because it speaks specifically to a new mindset. As I mentioned, as we continue through this series, you will hear me talk about mindsets because they can either move us forward or they can hinder us. And we don't want to be hindered. We want to move forward in God. Amen. And so I like this because we want to have our minds renewed, but we also, most importantly, we want to be in the will of God. We want to know what his will is, and we want to be square in the middle of that. Because let me tell you, if you're in God's will, you're in the best plan possible, better than any plan that we could talk about here together on this show. So please keep Romans 12, 2 in mind. We're, we're going to be transformed by the entire renewal of our mind. That's how some translations say it. Now, we won't get through all the steps here today, but we're going to start our discussion about how do we start with this year of transformation and, and start with this vision. Well, this is the first thing. You know it. The very first thing we're going to do is we're going to pray. I always say this, and I know my friends tease me, like, you just say pray about everything. You know what? I mean it. The Bible says to pray without ceasing. And for whatever reason, when I got saved, I just grabbed hold of that because I'm like, prayer, you can just pray. You know, prayers don't have to be fancy or elaborate, though they certainly can be. It's simply a conversation between you and the Lord. So as we start this year of transformation, start with prayer. As you've been listening, you may already have some ideas about where you want to transform, how you want to transform financially and otherwise. But take those thoughts, write them down so you don't forget them. But go to God in prayer. And the way I like to go to God in prayer at the beginning of a new year when we're setting these new intentions, the vision for the year, like, God, this is the year of transformation. I'm doing this too, by the way. The first thing I did was pray. Once I understood the word, let's go for the year metamorphosis, the year of transformation, I prayed into that, and I still am. Like, okay, God, I, I love this, but I know what I would like, but what would you like? That's a powerful prayer because when we invite God into the situation, you can have a mind so fixed on what you want that it's just a piece of what God wants for you. So 
I think that that's the very first thing to do always with anything, not just with finances, but with your life. When you start your day, pray, Lord Jesus, thank you for letting me see another day. Thank you for this opportunity to live and be your light in this world. Because the Bible says that we are the light of the world. Jesus said that. So that's where we want to start. We want to pray. Ask God, what, what is your will for me? And share what you would like. You know, it may be, God, I, I'm believing for a better future for my children. Or this year they want to be in these athletic teams. I'm believing to be able to, to afford that. You know, or my child's getting ready to go to college. I'm believing you, God, that you're going to bless us financially so that they can go without any stress, um, believing for scholarships, whatever it is that you're believing for. You want to start with prayer first and anything that's kind of ideas that you have. But always, if you can, this takes a lot of faith and trust. Leave the door open for God to intervene with the situation. I know that when I first became a Christian, that was a scary thought for me because I felt like if I ask God for his will, what if it's something I don't want to do? <laughs> you know, what, what, what if I don't want to do that? What if I'm like praying to grow in my company and God's going to tell me to quit my job? You know, it would just scare me. Or what if I'm praying to marry this kind of person and God says, no, you're going to be in singleness the rest of your life. I just thought that was a scary prayer. Well, you know what? After walking with Lord with the Lord for the majority of my life, it has never been that way. And I'll tell you why. Because the closer you get to the Lord, the closer you get to his heart and he reveals himself to you. There's a very prominent scripture in the Bible that says that when we delight ourselves in him, delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives us the desires of our heart. I'll say that again. When we delight ourselves in the Lord, he gives us the desire of our desires of our hearts. And I love that because it's not meaning, oh, yes, the desires of my heart is to have a million dollars. So he's going to drop that in my account. It, it's deeper than that. I believe that giving you the desires of the heart are the want to's, <laughs> you know, before I want to do what I want to do. But you're so integrated in my life, God. You've been so good to me. Your word is so good. I want what you want. You know, I never thought I'd be a person here at a radio station and talking about finances. That wasn't my number one goal. But because I love God and want to be obedient and want to serve him and help people, at a later time in my life, it's like, okay, I do want to do that. And so that's what I'm saying. You don't have to fear that by inviting God into the situation, he's going to ask you to do something just totally outlandish where you're like, I just can't do that. <laughs> You may feel like you can't do it, but I also know that the Lord won't ask you to do anything that he's not going to equip you to do. And that's where our faith grows, and it just gets really interesting and exciting. And we could talk about that all night, about different things where I felt like, I don't know if I could do that. And the Lord revealed to me, yes, you can. You can't do it in your own strength, Tamara. But if you trust me, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, just like the Word says. So that's the first thing in terms of setting this this year of transformation is really to focus on prayer. And so with that said, I want to pray. We have uh, five total steps, but this is just the beginning. And so I want to pray for you about this year of transformation. And I invite you to join me, okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this time. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us to see another year. And just like we talked about at the beginning of this program, 
we thank you for the prior year, whether it ended up good or bad or whatever, if it met our expectations or not. We thank you, God, that we came out on the other side of it because there are many people who lost their lives and loved ones. So the fact that we're still here means that we made it. Thank you, Jesus. And there's still hope for us. So, Father God, I just pray into that hope. We thank you that this is the year of transformation, and you are the author and finisher of that transformation. We thank you, God, that you're willing to be partners with us, that we can be involved too. We just open our hearts to you, and you're going to help us transform in ways that we didn't realize in our finances and beyond. So, Lord, I thank you. I pray that you bless everyone who's listening to me. I pray, Lord, you'll just speak to their hearts about what they want to ask you about, where they want you to influence this transformation. And, Lord, show them something they hadn't even considered transforming before. Lord, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, with that said, I can't wait to talk to you next week about the next steps in setting the vision for the year. Our theme is transformation. I love you. I'm so excited, and I'm praying for each of you, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye-bye.